listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, with how to travel the world at next to no cost through credit card sign up bonuses, perks, and rewards. This is episode two Don't Sweat Annual Fees. I explain why we should be eager to pay annual fees when we can receive hundreds of dollars in value after slight expenses. Some of the best credit cards, particularly those with Chase and American Express, have annual fees ranging from near $100 to $600. Many starting out in the credit card hobby, particularly those who are brand new, from my experience, are hesitant to pay upfront annual fees even when cards easily offer a net gain of more than $600 in value even after accounting for annual fees. Here's how it works. A card issuer will typically charge an annual fee or membership fee on your first billing statement which must be paid even before rewards are available to use. This annual fee, in most situations, posts once again in month 13 of having the card. I'll talk more about this later. I think of annual fees as investments over time. Consider the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, one I talked about more in depth in episode 1 of this podcast, which charges a $95 annual fee and comes with a 60,000-point sign-up bonus at the time of recording, October 2019. In an extremely conservative scenario, we can see that the annual fee is well worth it, even if we cash out points at a value of 1%, or 1 cent per point, and never use benefits which come with the card. I wouldn't recommend cashing out and neglecting benefits, since redeeming rewards for travel provides more value than a cash out option, but I use this example to prove a point, that the annual fee is well worth it, even when cashing out for low value. 64,000 points, a minimum you'll have after spending 4,000 in 90 days to reach the minimum spend requirement, would cash out for $640. $640 minus the annual fee of $95 puts you ahead $545. And that's much more than you'll get from so many no annual fee cards, and certainly more than using the same old credit card giving you a few percentage points in return, or 0% when using cash or debit. You have to pay to play, and it's well worth it. Again, we see the extreme value in reaching sign-up bonuses, so it follows that reaching multiple sign-up bonuses by getting multiple cards is optimal. 64,000 points for travel gets close to 13 nights at many Hyatt Place or Hyatt House locations. Think, would you be willing to pay $95 for 13 nights at nice hotels with great complimentary breakfasts? Of course. Sadly, many people not in the credit card game are paying more than $95 for one night at a subpar hotel and coming out dissatisfied. They think they saved money by paying what they see as a low cash rate, but they're mistaken. They're leaving tremendous amounts of value on the table, neglecting to sign up for lucrative credit cards. Don't be that person. Think about the American Express Hilton Honors business card. Currently, in October of 2019, the card offers 125,000 Hilton points after $3,000 in spend across 90 days. It offers Hilton Gold status and many other perks with an annual fee of $95. Hilton points are rightly valued around half a cent per point, so 125,000 points are worth about $625. I often see Hilton properties around 35,000 points per night, so we're easily at three nights with 125,000 points. We can get more value in booking four nights with points since the fifth night would be free. Stays booked with points also do not assess resort fees, and gold status provides free breakfast each morning for two people at most properties. Further, in October of 2019, 
you can match Hilton Gold status to Diamond status with Wyndham Hotels, and then match from Wyndham to Caesars Diamond for high status at many casino locations. Even better, if traveling to Atlantic City and even Las Vegas, you can status match more for MGM Gold status and in Atlantic City, Hard Rock Rock Royalty status, which can give more than $100 in free slot play, free buffets, and free hotel nights. I travel to Atlantic City almost every weekend and have been doing so for months. I aim to stay at Harrah's Atlantic City and enjoy room rates around $25 with no resort fees thanks to diamond status. Otherwise, room rates can get expensive. Without status, resort fees of around $30 per night are assessed. $95 for this is quite a steal. Sign me up for that annual fee. At this point, I don't yet have the Hilton Honors business card. I have to wait, and I already have Hilton status through other cards. But even then, I'll happily pay $95 for more than 120,000 Hilton points, even if I plan to only stay at a Hilton property once per year. When I consider signing up for a card, I think about the expected value I gain in the first year. I subtract the annual fee and determine whether the card is worth it. I don't play to break even, but rather plan to come ahead several hundreds of dollars in value. Otherwise, I pass. I sign up for a better card. I'm more than happy to provide you with guidance to determine which card is right for you. Simply visit the credit card questionnaire on my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com. Let's talk about annual fees in year two. Here, it can be quite difficult to justify paying an annual fee for a second time since we won't be receiving a sign-up bonus again. With most issuers, you have 30 days after the annual fee posts in month 13 to make a decision about whether you want to keep the card. You can call asking for an annual fee waiver, downgrade to a no annual fee card, ask for a retention offer, something, typically a bonus or reduction in an annual fee to keep a card, or you can cancel the card. In most situations, it's best to ask for a retention offer or annual fee waiver first. It doesn't hurt to ask. After this, consider product changes. Finally, if no product changes are available and you can't justify paying an annual fee a second time, you cancel the card. I don't like the cancel option because this could harm your relationship with the bank, especially so if you cancel before 12 months of having the card. You can hurt your credit score because your average age of accounts go down, and you can also harm your score because your total line of credit or credit utilization suffers. Try to keep a card or product change. Banks typically frown on you canceling a card before you have it for a year because you appear like someone who is just interested in a sign-up bonus and you do not look like a long-term customer. You don't have anything to lose anyway in keeping the card for at least a year since you already paid for the privilege of having the card for one year. Just be mindful of when the annual fee will post a second time. Either way, it's best practice to look at your credit card statements on a regular basis to assure that everything is in good order. I work with several people and recommend various cards, almost never suggesting starting with cards which have the highest of annual fees. Start small, start with just one card, and get used to how things work. Again, the Chase Sapphire Preferred has an annual fee of just $95, and many other cards are around the $100 mark. Later on, once you're more confident, you may opt to pay annual fees of $250 to $550 because you're getting great value. It depends on many factors, which is why I don't recommend cards in a vacuum. I recognize that your situation is, well, your situation. There's no one best credit card for everyone. I want to consider factors like your travel preferences, geographical location, travel frequency, average monthly expenses, and much more. 
be happy to pay annual fees when the total value of a card, even when considering the fee, results in a big win. Most cards with no annual fee lose the competition when compared to annual fee cards. You simply won't get as much value from no annual fee cards in most scenarios. Crunch the numbers, figure out the puzzle, optimize, and enjoy the rewards. I'm happy to help you through the process. When considering a new card, start thinking about the total value you can gain from the card. Especially, consider conservative estimates of point values and benefits. Don't start from a perspective of only wanting a no annual fee card. Instead, think of the bigger picture and be willing to make worthwhile investments. Be happy to pay an annual fee if this means hundreds of dollars in value. Pay to play when it's worthwhile and know that you won't be forced into paying an annual fee for a second time because many options are available in the second year. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, view helpful resources, listen to my library of episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the donate tab on my website. Subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, and follow on Instagram. Visit my other podcast project at stoicsolutionspodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.